This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Cam and I've been watching this dumpster fire since season one. And I'm Sean Robinson and I can't believe I agreed to do this again. (laughs) Do you think uh, Larissa's a scammer? Larissa is scammer. I will only say one thing in these four hours of tell-all, and that is to make myself look like the biggest piece of shit imaginable. Uh, Kyle, I have another quick question for you. Yes. Is there Black Bear Diner in California? I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) I will end this podcast. I will throw my mic in the trash and never do this again. I got, we got, well, hundreds, hundreds of messages about Black Bear Diner and people. <laughs> across all platforms. A, across all YouTube platforms. YouTube comments. Mm. Fucking DMs. In many Instagram DMs. Over, well over 100 emails, postcards. So fucking sick of this <laughs> shit. Kyle's joking. It really was hilarious for us. We texted each other all week. Like, I got 50 more messages about Black Bear Diner. It was great. <laughs> Also, what are you uh, drinking there, ginger ale? Don't out me as drinking shit beer. <laughs> I was talking oh. about ginger ale in no, relationship sorry. to Jihoon. I'm going uh, okay. to shove my finger in my beer right now. All right. Overall, Fish around. <laughs> you can't fit your finger in there was the problem. Watch me. The champagne. <laughs> overall thoughts on uh, The Other Way this week? Brilliant. Amazing. Um, I wish Jihoon was like my little brother, you know, I would legit Jihoon might be the only 90 day cast member that I legit want to hang out with all the time. Jihoon is the gift that we deserved for season six after season six. He fucking is. I, I, they still owe us. They still owe us after HEA a lot. They owe us a lot. We better get more parents. Jihoon. Yeah. I literally could not love Jihoon more if I tried. <laughs> I I don't know that I could have more love for him. I miss Laura this week though. Yeah, well next week I read the the kind of little blurb on my DVR. Dildo Gate <gasps> next week. Arrests? Uh, no, just argument and it's oh. going to be really awkward and strange. Oh great. And yeah. you know what? Paul was even a little entertaining this week. No. No, <laughs> I, I guess. thought so. There's, 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 there's poop water all over the ground. There's, poop. there's brown. Well, I have just a few pieces of. This is different from the water, the crystal clear waters of Kentucky. What <laughs> poop? I'm pretty sure that water is coming straight from the river. It, yes. Like it's a boat. That's how it works <laughs> on like a shitty boat. Anyway, okay. Evidence. We have just a few pieces. You don't know what this is, do you? You're looking, you're staring at me blankly. Bring it on. All right. So I just wanted to speculate for a hot second about Evelyn and Corey. Now, if you are a person that hates Evelyn, I want you to simmer down. Okay. Because (laughs) seriously, like this is a TV show and I know a lot of people dislike her. Hate is a very strong word. She is just you know, maybe she's not the warmest person. I don't know. Why don't do know people want to defend Corey so I much? I don't know. Of all people. I don't know. He's, I mean, 
I guess some people think he's some sweet baby angel, but he's he he's not. so he's a dummy. He is complicit in this a hundred percent. This is transactional. Yes, she is super hot, and he is anyway. We'll talk about it during their segment. What I want to talk about is that their Instagram posts because. Evelyn and Corey are not together based on their posts. Absolutely agree. She's he, not. She she thinks that she's cute. I think she's cute. I, I mean, uh, tricky in oh. the way that she responds. She's sure. been doing millions of these like AMA posts where I she's know. asked me a question. And I wonder, it's almost too... Um, I, it almost makes me think maybe they are together because I know. it's so obvious the way she's trying to make it like so obvious that they're not together, right? It seems coy like Ashley and Jay. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but she's she went to the Ashley School of Scamming. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, she is Lizzie's only- Turning Tricks Academy. <laughs> she's on her way to eight hundred k. Lizzie is great at social media. Okay. Um, Evelyn is only posting from Angabao from Pigtown, and Corey is only posting from like Western United States. Most recently, Northern California is what I saw. And like Oregon, but like today and yesterday, it was like California somewhere. Look like Northern California. It does seem pretty clear that they're not physically together, but we have no confirmation that they're not still dating. Also, I mean, Corey could have taken these pictures three years ago. We don't know. 100%. And he could be an Angabao. Yes. Um, so anyway, yeah. But I've tried to track them through their cocktail bar Instagram too, and I haven't seen him in those pictures in a while either. Whoa. I know. Little, I know. There's little, a lot of accounts to follow. Little creepy. Yeah. So <laughs> Evelyn didn't ask me any, well, she's done tons of ask me anything, but I actually watched them on my walk to work today. I almost walked in front of a car. Um, shouldn't do, don't recommend that. She, um, do you recommend that more than getting pregnant in a long distance relationship? <laughs> I recommend it more than that. Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Less risky. You would rather get hit by a car. <laughs> Although Devin got Chi Hoon out of that. That's true. I mean, that's the best thing that could have possibly happened to her, right? Is Chi Hoon. At first, you know, episode, pre-episode one, I think everyone looked at Ji Hoon and Devin and was like, that fucking guy just scored. But now, I, <laughs> oh man, after watching her mom's YouTube, I'm, I'm I love him. totally like... Devin hit the ball out of the park here. Back to Evelyn. Evelyn does not like Andre. It's very unusual that we see people on a current season outright say something bad about another cast member on a current season on social media. She said that she does not like Andre because these are her words, not mine. So don't lash out at me for this because Libby is really the man of the house because she (laughs) is providing and he has no place acting all macho is basically what she said. And we know how Evelyn feels about the man providing. Yeah. I wonder how, what their relationship would be like on camera if Corey was not only making no money, not only bitched and complained about every little thing, but thought he was hot shit too and was strutting around Ingabao like he owned the place. I mean, he's a baby and I kind of hate him, but he is not acting like the mayor of Ingabao after day one. So I wonder, she would probably fucking kill him. Oh, yeah. She already looks like she wants to kill him. Anyway, she also, like, there were a bunch of people that were asking, like, why is Corey acting like he hasn't been to Pigtown before? Like, clearly he has spent significant time in Pigtown. I was so like, So long. I'm so glad that she addressed this. Um, She said, yes, he had, like, 
spent she put it as like short periods of time throughout the last few years in Ingabel, but this was the first time that he went there to live so it was really sinking in i think that's bullshit well i could see if she had said something like he was pussymatized when he was here <laughs> and all he wanted to do was bang and he didn't even look up from our bed maybe i would have believed that but i don't know i he's been there like four times right totally and i wonder maybe if she was just more I don't know, butterflies and rainbows because their relationship was new and then now she's sick of his shit. She's seen this crap before. The last thing that I have is that people are asking her about the kitchen and why it was a complete disaster. And she said that she it was the first time that she'd been in that apartment since she got packed from the States. And like she was there in the States for six months. And so I was like, well, that makes sense. The place didn't have a fucking roof. Yeah, that too. So, I mean, the roof got ripped off while she was gone, I think, right? That's no, what they said. No, I think that the roof needed repaired, but I think it's just like an outdoor kitchen. Either way, no roof equals <laughs> rusted burners, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I wonder if that's a main kitchen. Anyway, we'll speculate later. Um, I just have a couple postcards. As I mentioned, hundreds of messages <laughs> about Black Bear in California. We, it is, we get it. We're sorry. I'm not. Okay, I am. I got I I didn't I mean, thank God I didn't disparage the establishment. <laughs> I mean, all I said is that they don't have it in California. I'm s i am I mean, what if I had said Black Bear Diner is a garbage pit of shit food? We would have no listeners. Would, apparently, because would, someone would have found me and shot me in the face. <laughs> um Michelle from Colorado sent us a really nice note that I'm not going to read because it'll sound narcissistic for me to read it about myself, but it was really nice. We appreciate it, Michelle. Thank you. We get a lot of really weird emails and yours was nice. We get a couple of super sweet emails and messages a week that balance out the insane <laughs> rage that was induced by Black Bear Diner <laughs> mislocation. To be clear, most of the Black Bear Diner messages were hilarious and meant to be good fun in nature. But some of them were also very angry. <laughs> the ones that you got. <laughs> All right. This is a We Are Not TLC email. Looked forward to the tell-all show and was disappointed and disgusted. Just showing back scenes that encourage vitriol and hatred does not do the show justice. Whole second hour was aired just to create interest for the upcoming Chantel and Pedro show that was not fair to your viewers who wanted to hear more about other couples. I have absolutely no interest in watching your new show about Chantel and Pedro. The hatefulness and the vitriol that's between the two families is nothing that anybody should want to look at. It's horrible. Why are you making a complete show about it? Absolutely not interested. That was all capital letters. Your producer can do better. You have lowered the show to a very low level. To be clear, the show started at a very low level. Yeah. Like we're right, not pretending that this is quality television, guys. Right after season one, it just nosedived <laughs> to terrible levels. I enjoyed Now, <laughs> I don't disagree with I the content. I, I chose this one because I actually agree with this person, I will but... never watch the family Chantel. I was completely pissed off that the first, the second half was a family Chantel commercial and it didn't do the trick. Sorry, TLC. Didn't didn't fucking reel me in to watch more Apple 
falling from the tree lecture from fucking Mother Chantel that took 20 minutes to fuck up the theory of gravity. Hey, Kyle, what was I watching when you came over here today? I blocked that out. I just walked right in and I didn't... (laughs) Tell them what I was watching. You were watching the fucking family Chantel. I had to get a taste. It's just a sweet, sweet little taste. And? It was fucking horrible. Okay. Horrible. I'll never do it again. Sorry. We will go to great lengths for you guys, but we won't go. We won't do that. It's like Meatloaf. What was that song Meatloaf sang? I won't do that. I'll, I'll do a lot, but I won't do that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Terrible um, song. So speaking of when I walked into your house, what was I holding? A butt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Patreon people. I bought, we bought a butt. We bought the butt. Try buy a new butt. We hit the goal and. We hit our goal of a thousand patrons. So a it butt, will be unveiled. A butt arrived today. It, it, I opened the door and I had forgotten and Kyle's just holding it. Anyway, we'll talk more about it later. <laughs> All right. Should we, should we just go over the, the green rooms? The, the only, in, uh, the most interesting part of the tell all being the green room drama. Is there anything you'd like to say about it? Was Colt drunk? Man, that plop down. When he plops down on the when couch he plops next to Ashley, down and spreads his fucking pits. Oh, and, and just, his legs. He like man spreads. He man spreads immediately, and I was surprised that Ashley didn't like bounce off like it was a trampoline. You know, <laughs> she tried to be nice. Um, at first, Colt was just awful to everyone, according to Nicole today on Instagram. Did you see that? Yes. That's the other evidence I guess I should have mentioned is that Nicole was like all over Instagram saying that Colt is a huge asshole and was just being a dick to everyone. Hey, Nicole, I want to see you. Where's Azen? What's I mean, his name? No, he couldn't even remember his name. He's like, where, what's it? What's his name? Come on, man. Do better. For a second. I thought he was going to like deliver a, a grandpa Joe savage burn. <laughs> But I think he just wanted to leer at her or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. According to Nicole, in the green room, Colt was just being a piece of shit to everyone. And it is kind of hard to believe that he would be so outwardly annoying if he wasn't wasted. I don't know. He's He just doesn't seem like the guy to start shit for no reason with strangers. These people are strangers. He doesn't know them. So he was either coached to be the villain by TLC or he was wasted and he's just a prick. It was 7.30 in the morning. There is a theory that has been discussed widely on Reddit that Cole is an alcoholic. And that's why he chugged that Jack Daniels. That's That's why Debbie is drinking whiskey from a teacup. It's not a normal thing as far as I can tell. So I've never done that. And I'm basically a drunk. (laughs) You are not. People are going to be genuinely worried about you. Um, Yeah. And and what did you think, though? Because Chantel, like, kind of started it, right? A little Um, bit. Like, she said, I mean, saying, like, uh, alluding to the fact that Colt may have sex with his mother is, like, pretty gross thing. Even though we all think it, it's a pretty gross thing to say out loud. Clearly, that was a significant escalation. But Colt was being a douche. He was, he was, but then she know, acts Pedro, like she's like, "You do not disrespect me." I'm like, "Well, Chantel." Well, hold on. You let's just let's, accused him of incest. Let's like. backtrack here. Pedro was trying to make bro talk 
with Colt. It was right? so bad. It was really cringy. Poor choice, Pedro. And he's he basically, you know, Pedro is trying to be a cool guy, which is so irritating. It's like, hey, divorce is the best, right? <laughs> and, you know, Colt, Colt just like launches off. Oh, yeah, I love getting divorced. And he kind of goes off on this annoying incel fucking like rant. And yes, Chantel going from there to is it because you fuck your mom is so gross. That's an escalation. <laughs> I I agree. But Colt was the first one to take what from Pedro. Pedro was trying to be like bro talk and he immediately and also we according to Nicole, he was being a dick like right away and we didn't see all of it. Sure. So Chantel yeah. might have already been fucking done with him. That's true. It just seemed like she threw the first punch a little bit because even though he was like doing the bro talk with like Pedro, he didn't say anything necessarily like that that we saw. And the thing she kind of, I don't know. The thing is not like, defending Colt, to Colt, be clear. Not defending Colt. <laughs> no, of course not. Colt could have rescued this. I know. That's the thing that bugs me. Like he's not only an asshole, but he's dumb. He's not media as media savvy as he seems to think he is because when Chantel went way out of left field and is like, because you love your mama, he starts actually with a retort that could have made him look good. I know. He says, I hope you would do the same for your mom one day. But then he keeps fucking ratcheting it up. So shut the fuck up and blah, 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 keep your mouth shut. Like you didn't have to say that. He could have actually regained the high ground in this argument, but he was either too drunk or too dumb. Yeah, I know. And then he gets into it with um, Ashley. Because he has some... He's he's not a dumb guy. No, I, I actually like, thought it was it was kind of funny when she's like, do not say one thing to me. And he's like, two things. No, three that things. was not funny. That was disgusting. It wasn't funny, but it was that just, was like, just like, eye roll. Super like, douchey. Uh, I, like my eyes rolled back in my head. I was surprised he didn't say once, twice, thrice. I know, right? Douche. Also, I thought it was hilarious that Powell came in looking like Beyonce with like her hood up and her sunglasses on. Like she was like I trying know. to escape the paparazzi. It was hilarious. The I worst. am not mom shaming her for coming in in sweats. Calm down. I'm just saying that she <laughs> came in with a hood up and sunglasses did on you get and a, it was hilarious. Did you get accused of mom shaming? Yes, on Instagram I posted it and I was people like, she's rolling stupid. in like trying to escape the paparazzi and people are like, she has an infant. She doesn't have time. I was like, I didn't say she didn't look good. I just said that she was like trying to disguise herself. You're not going to disrespect me today. And I was like, well, you basically just accused him of fucking his mom, but okay. <laughs> He, yeah, don't let him disrespect you. Whatever. It was just dumb people screaming, which is basically what the tell-all is. I need to get fun again. Can we please talk about Devin and Jihoon? <laughs> yes. We will come back to this garbage dump Let's in extended. take a quick, um, a quick moment to listen to a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Hey guys, would you love to go to counseling, but you're just not sure how to actually go about finding a counselor? People make it sound so easy, like, hey, just go get some counseling, but how do you actually make that happen? Maybe you have a relationship conflict, or maybe you have some depression and anxiety issues you'd like to talk to. 
I really like to talk to my professional counselor about lots of issues that I have in my life. Um, but when I started counseling, I just didn't know where to start. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. This is a really great sponsor for us because counseling can be life-changing. I know because it's something I found so beneficial for me in my personal life. I used to go to counseling in person, but I found it so overwhelming because I had to drive across town during my work day. I had to schedule appointments weeks in advance. I'm just really busy. I mean, I have a lot of trash TV to watch, you guys. I don't have time to be driving 40 minutes to counseling and then spending an hour and a half there and driving back. That's like two and a half hours out of my day. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. You can definitely fit counseling into your schedule when you don't have to drive all the way there and schedule months in advance for appointments. You can talk with licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, much, much more. Connect with your personal counselor in a safe environment and communicate how it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. Anything you share, of course, is completely confidential and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. This is especially great if you live in a rural area. Maybe you don't have a counselor that's nearby that you can go see. With BetterHelp, you can have access to a huge network of professional counselors at your fingertips with just your computer or your phone. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. There's no waiting weeks for to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. No, the irony of the promo code is not lost on us and it will never be unfunny. Go to betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. You'll fill out a simple questionnaire. It'll help BetterHelp assess you and your needs and match you with the perfect counselor that you will love. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray and get 10% off your first month. I honestly believe that everyone can benefit from counseling, maybe even cast members of this show, and BetterHelp makes counseling so accessible for everyone. It's really great. Please try it. That's betterhelp.com slash cray to get 10% off your first month. I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you that are driving. All right, let's have some fun. Let's talk about our hero, Jihoon. Who drinks wine like that? Who wears a turtleneck with a suit jacket and looks that good in vegas <laughs> it was awesome who puts a an engagement ring in a glass of ginger ale i understand he's going for the ginger ale because she's pregnant but i don't understand putting it in the champagne glass how did he think this was going to go <laughs> he clearly didn't think it through no i thought it was hilarious i i just like he just yes yeah. i like wine what? I don't know. <laughs> so bizarre. Like, he, is, he is so delightful. <laughs> like, I don't know. First of all, we need to just address the elephant in the room. Yes. This is the same rotating restaurant where Colt and Larissa got engaged. Probably the same table. It Very possibly. Very yeah. possibly. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, this was the most awkward and silly thing. And... I this was this was completely real and that's why I love the other way. It's so genuine. It's completely believable to me. I have zero compunctions about saying this was entirely unscripted and may, maybe the producers like egged him to propose to her at the stratosphere, but that's it. Yeah. This they idea the place. was that's his. It. They broke all these glasses. 
Devin looked befuddled as usual and just completely out to lunch about it. She had the presence of mind to at least get a fucking fork. But other than that, just generally, you know, Mr. Magoo about this entire relationship. It was just so funny that she went to the bathroom and she like, and he's like, getting the waitress to bring the two glasses of ginger ale and he puts the ring in he there. He shoves the ring in his crotch for some reason. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> and then Devin's like, baby, what is that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. It disappeared. Like, what's your plan? I. It was so funny. And then he tries to put his ring in there and then he has to slam the entire glass because he can't fit his finger in there to grab it. It would have been so great if he slammed this ginger ale and then like barfed because of the I, bubbles. It was so <laughs> funny. And like, honestly, though, you said like Devin looked befuddled, but I honestly don't think that she did. Really? I thought that she was just like, he's crazy. Like. It just seemed, you know, like, you know, and I love him. I feel super, like she genuinely I, I loves forgive, him. I forgive her. No, no. When I say befuddled, I just mean, understandably so. This entire thing was very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she's eight months pregnant. She's she's at like high altitude, you know, basically in the stratosphere. <laughs> and like, she sees this glass with a ring in it, and she's like, "What the fuck is like?" I don't blame her at all. I just thought it was funny, like her reaction. Oh, like, was, no, me neither. I thought it was hilarious. And like, he finally, he barely even kind of gets a proper proposal out. He's like, will you marry me? She's like, yes. And so in retrospect, she thought it was super sweet. But at the time, she just looks like she doesn't really understand what's happening at all. How many glasses Unders- did he break? Two or just one? Well, she broke one and then he broke the other. <laughs> of course. It was, it's perfect. You can't script that. That like, ITM was so fucking funny afterward. Most very dumb proposed. I, I think most very dumb proposed. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. So happy. He said congratulations to himself. I loved it. It was so hilarious. I watched this like seven times. It was great. It was and then, so delightful. I just like, it's a rare feeling that I have sometimes after watching HEA for so many episodes that like you're just so giddy like watching a scene like this. Yeah. And then he endears himself to the audience as a genuine and normal person by saying that he's he's frustrated and he feels like it sucks that he can't be there for her, you know, like a normal partner mm. would say. And like what's not to like about him? I mean, he's he's he seems like kind of a dummy. But he's, he's a little quirky, but, but that's not dislikable. He's, he's so lovable. Unlikable. He's so lovable. And again, Devin, <laughs> she lucked out here. Oh, she totally did. And he's coming back to America in two months for the baby. But we haven't really heard about their plan for like no, he is. the visa I didn't process. hear about that. So yeah, when they were on the walk later, um, they were like walking out in the neighborhood and they're talking about how she's going to move to South Korea now and they'll... You know, she's going to have the baby in a couple months or and sorry, I think she's having the baby in a few weeks, but he is coming. He said he's coming back to America in two months to, to be with her, her with the baby. I don't know. That's unclear. Like, I don't know what their visa process is ahead of that. Okay. I don't remember that. I only heard she's popping out the kid and then moving. No, he's, he's okay. coming back to America, he says. And this is the other thing, like Korea, unlike India, which we'll talk about with Summit and Jenny is like extremely organized. So I'm sure that the visa process is very well laid out and she has like a clear path ahead of her. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I would be grateful for that. I can't imagine trying to navigate like the Indian 
um, bureaucracy to get, uh, I just, I get anxiety just thinking about it. Um, Korean mom, we will so, miss you so much. Really? That's so sweet. We were like set up to feel so scared that Jihoon's parents were not going to even like her. And they like her a well, lot. What's, well, what's to like? <laughs> <laughs> I guess as soon as Drusilla left, everything was hunky-dory. But I mean, the parents, Jihoon, were like, so gracious when they left. Yeah. How long were they there? I feel like they were there for like three days. Right? It was so weird. Yeah. But they were so cute. I hope we get more of them. I really hope we see Devin landing in Korea. I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't care about the baby. I understand it's a human life, whatever. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't need to see the baby born. I need to see these people in Korea. Yeah. I want to see her eating some squid that she has to cook herself over an open flame in a market. There is room for another 90-day spinoff here. What is it? Happily Ever International. Oh, that would be good. See, I would be interested Devin in Devin and Jihoon, after living in Korea for like six months, I'd watch that. Especially, I want to see Drusilla in Korean like school. Right. Uh, see, that would be interesting because we get to see the other cultures and the other yeah. countries. The other way is a little bit like Before the 90 Days. I love Before the 90 Days. Oh, it's coming soon. It's going to be like the dream world, Kyle, where we have before the 90 days and the other way. It's like international double show. I'm excited for the for before the 90 days. Me too. Yeah. Still no word on 90 day fiance season seven. Nah, I'm over it. I want just before <laughs> the 90 days and the other way into perpetuity. <laughs> This is like our dream world. Do you have anything else to say about these two? I was really sad to see the parents go home. I love them so much. I just love this storyline. Has it ever come up why Jihoon can't move here? I don't think he wants to. I think that they were always like, I think he likes it in Korea. I think she wants to live in Korea. And I think that she's completely open to it. And she she seems like she's obsessed with Korea in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to see her learning Korean. I want to see if like she, we only saw her speak Korean with Jihoon and Jihoon's parents, but I wonder like if you have that level of interest, she's got to know some Korean, right? She does now for sure. I know she does now, but you would think she would even before. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very, I mean, I think it's a pretty difficult language for native English speakers to learn, but I don't yeah. know. Okay. You want to, who do you want to talk about next? Um, let's talk about Corey real quick. Oh, we, cause yeah, we already talked a lot about Corey. Um, goodness gracious. Why um, does a car, I mean, I'm fascinated by a car costing $7,000. That's so a piece of garbage. He said he had spent $7,000 on the car so far. That doesn't mean he bought it for $7,000. He could have bought it for five and had to have it repaired a number of times or buy parts for it. That car would you couldn't give that car away probably in the States. And if you sold it, it would be like 500 bucks. Yeah. Could build car from scrap heap. <laughs> did cost uh, po- 20 bucks at scrap yard. Did Polish father-in-law watch this with you? He didn't. He just got back today and he had a lot of things to say. About what? Just, just about, in general? I mean, you know, we have dinner time conversation. Oh. And it always you. devolves into some really strange conversations. Interesting. Yeah. Today we were talking about London and how it's a pit, except for the Polish people, but they're all drunk. But the, in, in London, no 
rehab center speak Polish. So just release and let continue drunk. What? How did this come up? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there was an election today, so maybe that's how we were talking oh. about it. Yeah. So this car that they have, yeah, it's a piece of shit. Do you think he's frauding that he spent 7000 on it? I mean, we don't know. Corey seems like the type of guy that waves around money as if it means that's that's how much I love Evelyn. I spent seven thousand yeah. dollars. I got I got ripped off on this car. Obviously, I'm I'm contributing to this. You know, he always kind of flaunts how much he's invested in Ecuador, as if that means he must love Evelyn a lot, and that's how he proves his love. So I don't know. This is my main problem with Corey. He talks about everything like it's so crazy shitty. Like, what did you think you were moving to? Like fucking Switzerland? Like you moved to a small town known as Pig Town in Ecuador. Claim to fame, pigs in the street. Can I say something? Can I say something? Yes. About this fucking guy. Yes, go ahead. You know what the difference between Corey and Paul is? That Corey's cuter? No. Paul actually comes up with solutions <laughs> to the problems of living in South in Central America. Corey just shows up and brings a TV in a suitcase and bitches and complains about everything. Paul brings a cock sheath. And a mosquito net. Yes, he does. And six suitcases. And Paul is prepared. You don't hear Paul complaining. He just puts <laughs> up a mosquito net. It's true. Paul's he has screen- duct tape like on demand. You know what? I I would take prepared and terrified over bitching and complaining, but not really caring that much. I know. Do you think Paul would have slept at grandma's house without a mosquito net? He has shit, three shit, ready no, to go. <laughs> but he wouldn't have complained about it. He would have stated a fact. And then he would have put up the, the fucking tent. Even if grandma thought it was the most atrocious thing ever, he would have done it. And he would have been like, hey, I'm comfortable now. It's funny. Like, you really actually don't hear Paul complaining. No, you're right. I never com- thought about it like he that. He doesn't complain. He just states insane facts or over-exaggerates. But he just, he deals with the solution. Cooling vest, running a lot, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mosquito nets, uh, dick sheath, life vest in like four feet of water bulletproof baby carrier he's ready to go he doesn't he's not complaining that he could he his child could get murdered in the street he just sees that as an objective fact and he handles it i i have this very insightful (laughs) i was gonna say that like Corey, his his complaining it just it has this kind of like superiority yeah. I, that I don't like. Like, well, in America, we have hot water. Well, like guess what? You've moving, been to fucking Pigtown before and you know God, that they don't have hot water everywhere. You decided to come here. And look, before, I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes because you're so Team Corey. And I did put up a poll on Instagram and I was blown away how many people were Team Corey when I said, is Corey complaining? And like 70% of people said they would be complaining too. He decided. Corey made a conscious decision to move to this town. For us. You can't, like, I can't go over to your house, Kyle, knowing that you don't have air conditioning or something and then bitch and complain the whole time that you don't have air conditioning. I would burn my house to the ground if my air conditioning stopped working, okay? (laughs) That's a terrible example. I can't like say, oh, Kyle, do you want to go to dinner? And you're like, yeah, let's go to this Thai place. And I'm like, 
yeah, okay. And then we get there and I'm like, I hate Thai food. Like you decided to go. Absolutely. I agree. It just irritates me. He's like, I need my space. Grandma's was so awkward. I need my space. (laughs) (laughs) Why was grandma's house awkward? Grandma seemed adorable. Grandma loved him except when you conjured Beelzebub with your cards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Black magic. And like, it's hot. Well, yeah. Like, have you been there before? Yes. So shut up. I, you know what? I don't care. I like Corey less and less every week. And I understand Evelyn's position more and more every week. I'm not and saying I don't Evelyn's fucking, like... I wouldn't date her. I would not date her. I'm not saying she's a nice person. Necessarily. Yeah. We don't know. It doesn't seem like she's that nice based on what we've seen. We don't know. I just try to put myself in her shoes. The dude's been there five times. It's time He decided to move there. It's time to shut the fuck up. Let's reverse this. And, and kill a goddamn chicken. Let's reverse this. You know, the, well, many- you know what the reverse of this is? Lita. Yes. So, And what you know, did people say about that? Go home if you don't like it here. Well, I think it's because she's a woman. Yeah, maybe. Like if, if, if Evelyn was the one, if, if Corey was a woman coming to Ecuador and bitching and complaining about everything, I don't know. No, you, you could think? be right. I, I just feel like if, you know, we saw, like if we see Michael of Angela and Michael finally going to Georgia, Hazelhurst, Georgia, which dear God, please grant me my prayers. Um, it, and he complains the whole time. Angela's going to be like, what? Like if you, you know, you don't like my trailer, you can go home. Exactly. That would be her reaction. And so Evelyn says like, this is my paradise. This is my home. I love it. And to hear somebody bitch and moan and complain and like be negative about a place that you love, that sucks. And people are like, you should be more sensitive to him. He knows what he was getting into. Absolutely. I just have no empathy. I have no sympathy for Corey. I don't either. Don't care. Why, why I know would you a lot have, of people disagree with that. Why but would you have sympathy for him? Because he's a sweet guy. Because he's sweet, sweet and baby he's angel. Cute. Like, whatever. He's fucking annoying. My wife would have stabbed him in the face. <laughs> I know your wife, and she definitely would not have done that. <laughs> she would have dumped his ass in five minutes. She would have dumped him. Yeah. I don't feel that knives would have been introduced to the situation. <laughs> mm. I mean, their apartment's really cute. And like, all I can talk about is the hot water. I'm like, you just said you were hot. Go take a cold shower. I mean, we only saw like one second of it, but it looks nice, right? Yeah. Yeah, it seemed nice. I want to. I kind of want an outdoor kitchen. I mean, that's every like fucking dad's <laughs> dream, right? To have like a barbecue and a thing outside. It's like a bougie person thing to have in the U.S. It kind of is. An outdoor kitchen. <laughs> and it's on the rooftop to like. Come on. It, yeah. Fucking party all night there. So you don't have pots. Go buy a $10 pot of the freaking market. You Give me walk a break. outside, you kill a pig, <laughs> and then you have an outdoor cookout. What's the fucking problem, Corey? I mean, Larry won't be coming to eat it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a before the 90 day season one joke, Larry and Jenny. <sighs> um, anything else to eat say the about pig, these guys? Larry. I, just, I was blown away by the hate that. I understand like maybe based on prior episodes, people are not huge fans of Evelyn, whatever your you opinion is, You don't have is, to be a huge fan of her. No, exactly. She you is can not, be team no one She here. is not particularly likable. No, she is not. And I get that. But like the complaining, I don't know. I still overall 
enjoy their segments, though. This is oh, not, me too. I think it's good TV. I agree. This is not a we hate them and we hate watching them, a la Eric and Lita. Totally. And I don't, I don't really hate either of them. They're just <laughs> Corey's just annoying, but it's fascinating to see Ecuador and just the way that they live there. I love, I love Evelyn's family, regardless of how you yeah. feel about her. I think her family is sweet. And that party, interesting. that party that where they just, so they just, they just left after the car <laughs> trick. I thought, it was, magic. I thought it was so great. They just left <laughs> birthday over. <laughs> I still want to know like the lat long of her like apartment. So I can see where it is and really, cause I feel like because creeping. I, I know I am creeping, I'm Google mapping again, but I feel like the fact that they had to drive and when they did the aerial shot of it, it looks like yeah. it's just, it looks like it's closer to the surfing town right. or like in between the surfing town and like Ingabao proper. And the fact that they had to drive there, Means yeah. that it's like a half mile or a mile away, probably. Right. Anyway, I know I am such a creeper. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to talk about, I don't know, Poland Carini? Sure. So I have a question. Why isn't the Brazilian government actively hunting Pole right now? <laughs> if they really believe that he's a genocidal terrorist, I would, you know, I would watch that spinoff. I <laughs> <laughs> Diego the bounty hunter <laughs> fucking hunting pole through the woods while he runs I would watch can that can you too. imagine yeah. that would be fuck the family Chantel hire <laughs> a bounty hunter to hunt down pole in the jungle I mean this like pole has like his like fucking backpack of gadgets <laughs> <laughs> he's like go go gadget pole like trying to fjord a river with a dick sheath on and the bounty hunter's just like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to drive over here. <laughs> not for worth the yeah. risk. <laughs> um, at first, every time that Paul and Carini come on, I'm like, ugh, boring. But I actually enjoyed this a little bit. A, because we got to see Paul run. It's always entertaining. Always entertaining. Yeah. But, I mean, so apparently the why, lawyer. Wh- why was he running at all? I don't know. Because he was like, you'll be safe here creamy stay here and then he like runs the luggage over i think he does it on purpose i think, I think so he too. knows it's it's still funny it is he's he's he plays stuff up for the camera for totally. sure Totally. he knows like just like we see in his cameos if you guys haven't watched his cameos they're extremely disturbing and unless you want to have <laughs> nightmares i don't recommend it but he has that mesh like dick sheath that he used and in he slaps karini around like, with yeah, it doesn't he, he like throws it in karini's face so respectful. It's disgusting. But, you know, Hashtag he knows, marriage. But he, uh, my point is that he plays it up for the camera because he yeah. knows that that was like funny and yeah. people are going to talk about Hilarious. it. Hilarious. So the lawyer is still working on Paul, on Paul's appeal, but it's going to take a few weeks, which doesn't make any sense because isn't he supposed to leave in like seven days or something? I don't know. Anyway. Karini has to, bladder to infection. Tana, to Tana Cheens. <laughs> I don't understand how to pronounce her hometown and I'm not going to try. And I am certain that Paul is c- pronouncing it incorrectly. Karini's hometown. Karini's hometown. They're going to Karini's hometown because she wants to have the baby there. Why? I don't know. So my assumption is that Karini wants to have the baby there because she assumes Paul is just going to have strange meltdowns and she doesn't, <laughs> she wants to have her family around, but doesn't she have a brother there? Yes. A I very cute brother. I, I mean, yeah, that just shows how little that she trusts Paul to be a responsible father right off the bat here, right? I also wonder if she thinks he might just get deported at any time. Totally. And then she'd be all and by herself be by in the house. 
it, so from that perspective, it makes sense. And I mean, we don't know what the fucking medical facilities like are there. Paul assumes that it's just you're going to fucking fire the kid out on a dirt patch with the local <laughs> shaman there or some fucking thing. I, he, his assumptions are super antiquated because we saw this village and yeah, it's small, but they have like fucking paved roads. Didn't we see it? In the in before the ninety days season one, they arrived and there's like a whole dock and it's a whole thing and there's cars and people are riding. It seemed like a small village, that it's a fishing village. But I don't. You're looking at me like I'm overstating the the level Look, of civilization here. <laughs> I don't want to be like Corey here. Okay, but I would not want to give birth in that village. Granted, it just seems like Manaus is definitely the better option. Way more medical facilities. Okay, I I grant if you. If something that. goes wrong, for sure. Ugh. No, no, that objectively true, but I guess what I'm saying is it's it's they're not, not like, living in a straw hut in the village. Yes, there is a medical clinic with. I'm sure there's a qualified professional in the village. I'm sure many women give birth in the village yep. and have healthy babies in the village. Yes, Com- I, fact factual. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. I would think that the only reason maybe they wouldn't want to do that is because that boat ride, five or What if she has a kid on the boat? It's five days. Five days with an infant? Looks like she's going to explode any time. Yeah, what if she gives birth on that boat? Can't you get Zika? Oh, dude, Zika, Zika is a whole other worry. Actually, that's a really good point. Wouldn't Pole be... I have a friend that's pregnant and she wouldn't even go to like Dominican Republic. Isn't it like really bad out there? Yeah, Brazil is like the the so epicenter of Zika. Karini acting all holier than thou with the mosquito net. Paul probably saved your life, Karini. Baby's life. Damn. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm surprised that Paul doesn't talk about that. I know. You would Why? think he's worried about everything that's like even a minuscule. This is like a real fear. An actual like, fear a, he a, should have is Zika. <laughs> completely legitimate thing to be concerned about. Yes. Like I would be concerned about it. Um, what did you, so, okay, let me just get this out and then we'll move back to the boat. But like that whole scene where they're at the doctor and she, in too much, right? What was the point of that? She has a bladder (sighs) infection. I was like, great. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Only Paul and Karini's segments would we would know about something like that, right? It's just like I'm, I get that they wanted to show the baby, but like edit out the bladder infection part, man. Why did we need to know that? Paul and Karini's segments are always about various health conditions, whether <laughs> real or perceived or potential. It's always about worrying. It seems like, right? Let me ask you this because you have a kid and I don't. Are you interested in looking at the sonogram of other people's kids when they are like, oh, it's a boy? Not one fucking bit. Who gives okay. a shit? I know. I just think it's so boring. I don't understand why they show these things. Like we're supposed to be like, I feel supposed to pull at our heartstrings. Now, to be fair, I feel nothing for almost any human being. <laughs> Except your son and your wife. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't care less if most people lived or died. So seeing a child on TV with a sonogram that was eight months ago. And I know the child is alive and healthy. I don't give a fuck. That's true. We know Pierre is alive and well. Um, I thought Karini was going to murder Paul on this boat when he's like setting up the mosquito net. He duct tapes the only source of fresh air they have in that little <laughs> cabin. And, and she is just like rolling her eyes and 
in her I, ITMs just I saying like, <laughs> I thought he would adapt and he's like, okay, okay, I'll leave you alone. Why would you think he would adapt? I he don't know why she thinks that. No propensity to adapt to any condition whatsoever. He fights against any condition. Right? Yes. I he don't know why she resists. thinks he's going to change in her hometown. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Although he's been like, so apparently he's been like paying for an apartment for Karini and Manaus for like over a year now. And they're still, and he's still paying for it. Why? Because he assumes this is going to go poorly and he wants to be able to escape back there. That's insane. I mean, I, he it's has a so little money. I actually think it's kind of reasonable, but yeah, he's using the sweet, sweet Matt Sharp cash. He's, he's two seasons deep at this point. That's true. He has at least $12,000. Poop water. It's poop. It's poop water. All the water. Would you have taken a shower in that water? <sighs> if if uh, if it is as you say, and they literally pump it out of the river, no. I wouldn't either. Why did wouldn't Why have. didn't he shower before they get on the boat? Why would you I don't coming think, from yeah. your nice fresh apartment, and the first thing you want to do on the shitty boat is take a shower? And of all people, we know Paul plans ahead. That said, it's probably as humid as fuck out there. So he could have taken a shower, gotten on this boat, and three hours later, I would have felt like I needed a shower. Oh, I, you know I, I mean? yeah, that's true. I just like don't understand where he logistically thinks the fresh water is coming from. Unless they have a big tank. Yeah. I could have gone without seeing Paul without a shirt on. Oh, that was disturbing, yes. He is mega dad bod. And In the was, first season, he was so skinny. We just watched all of Before the 90 Days season one for Patreon. And yeah, he's so skinny. In he's the, not a bad looking dude. But no, then he's cute. This season, he's wearing like, he's got a gut and he's wearing camo and his hair is all, he just looks awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? So poop water is all over the place. It's not poop water. It is. It's just river just water. Just river water. But uh, that, don't be get me wrong. I would be concerned about Amazon river water. There's like a parasites and amoebas oh, totally. in it. I mean, this is not a why luxury he, liner here. Why would he shower in that if like six months ago he was wearing a cock sheath even to go in that same water? <laughs> anyway, good luck adapting to Karini's hometown. Yeah. Not going to happen. We're sure that you'll all change. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else? Jenny. Jenny. Um, not a ton here. What did no. you think about the the toenail clipping? Okay, the toenail clipping was the big thing, but I just want to point out that in the very beginning, for a split second, in the beginning of their segment, she's sitting in that swing looking thing. I'm just wondering if her and Samit like bang in there. <laughs> I that did not occur to me one bit. Okay, so it looked thank cozy. You very much. That's it's too impractical. How would that even work? No, you're right. It doesn't make sense. I just immediately thought sex wing. I don't know why I'm disgusting. You're an awful person. I am. Um, they're happy, but things are going wrong, Kyle. Yeah. Toenails. Too. I did. I did a poll. Too much or true love? What was the result? Oh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Will you tell me what you think? Uh man. I would never do that unless my spouse had a medical problem where she could not move her body. So, for example, I did that for my wife when she was nine months pregnant because she literally could not bend over to do it. I think Jenny is capable of bending over. This is just submit 
flexing a little bit, I feel like. And I don't think it's I don't think it's uh long term healthy. It seems wrong. It's it's kind of like watching your your husband take a shit. Ew. You know, it's I kinda, do not think it's like that, but that's gross. I think it's in the same level of just crossing boundaries that don't need to be crossed. Yeah, I feel you. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. Um, it was uh, the poll was about um, it was split into thirds. So a third of people thought it was just sweet and lovely, and then two thirds of people thought it was absolutely disgusting. I don't know if absolutely disgusting, but I just think it's it's not good long term. I don't know. Yeah, you just don't don't need to go there. I know, I know. And it kind of like sets up this like servile relationship to me. I don't know. He seems, seems to really weird. like taking care of her. And I also wonder if it's a cultural thing. Like I wonder, because in India you you like wash the feet of the poor and it's like this holy kind of ritual that people do. And the feet are perceived differently in India, I feel like. <laughs> That's probably you know what I mean? true. They do like the whole henna on the feet. Yeah. Yeah. Feet, feet are a whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, I've never been a foot guy. I I respect people that have a, a super crazy foot fetish just because, like, you're really into that, man. Yeah. So I I think it's, you know, you do you, but <laughs> I've never been a foot guy I could care less about feet. Um, I want to know... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say that they they've decided to move forward like submit and Jenny both understand that they're going to have to send this notice to his parents. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like from what we've read on Reddit and from the message, I've gotten a lot of messages from people from India or Americans that have moved to India to get married. Keep sending me those messages. They're great. I love them. Um, but it, it does sound like the parents cannot legally prevent them from getting married, but I they mean, could sue Jenny. Yeah. They, possibly. Because he's the oldest son. Where this is if he is the oldest son, which I assume he is. We haven't heard anything about his siblings. So I'm assuming he's an only child. You're right in that ultimately there's a there's a undeniable path forward, but it sounds like they could tie it up in court and use legal maneuvers and maybe even like bribe people to fuck it up. Yeah, that's totally possible. I just wonder, like, like Jenny says, I can't imagine a different outcome except her staying in India. But the problem is, is that I think that she's concerned, rightly so, that they could tie this up for over six months in the court system. And then she would have to go back with it unresolved. Yeah, I hear you. And then what does she do? Like, she just has to stay home for three months, six months, and she would have to get another visa and get another tourist visa the next Which year. I don't think would be really a problem. No, it's just could their relationship survive that much stress? Yeah, yeah, good question. I just wonder how the parent are we going to see the parents and how are the parents going to react after they get this notice? I, I'm we better see, see the goddamn we parents, we better see those parents. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah, we don't. Um, Jenny's kind of worried that he's not going to fight because he didn't fight before. 
You know, he's he like, seems like he's fighting now. Yeah, I don't know. she's like, like, you need to. But we don't ever see him at, standing up to them. We see him he, talking about it. He's fighting with randos at restaurants. <laughs> he's, he's like talking to his dad, and it just seems all hunky dory. I'm like, are you gonna stand oh, up? Have Have one of your parents ever asked you to send the location of your phone to them? That was crazy to me. They just want him to drop a pin. I think. I've never heard of that. Oh, no. I mean, it's because, as he says, they don't believe him. They know he's no, lying. I understand. But just the fact that they would ask that, that is... I, I understand that that may be a norm, a normal thing in India, that the parent, the, the familial unit is very differently regarded. Yeah. And just the fact that he doesn't freak the fuck out when he, his dad asked, asked him, him that. Him before. Yeah. Or just like he he... He saw that as a possibility. Yeah. If my mom ever asked me that shit, I'd be like, excuse me, you will not disrespect me today. <laughs> and I would hang up that phone and turn off location services immediately just in case. I know, right? Um, anything else on Jenny and Summit? I, I enjoy watching them. I want to see more family drama. Sounds like they're going to deliver. Still can't believe Jenny blocked me. I know. Why did she block you? You did She didn't you say, block you, did she? No. I haven't said anything that mean to her. You called her a, an auntie. An auntie. She didn't like that. The cardinal sin. Submit. I didn't say it. Submit, bro. I got you. I can get you a job. <laughs> I can get you a job here. Unblock me. <laughs> you can't get him a job. Watch me. <laughs> I've gotten people from India H-1B visas. That... All right. We worked together. We worked together when I did that. We did? Yes. First or second job? Second. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, That's true. You're right. You did. I know how this system works. You do know how that system works. Okay. H1B. Have Jenny unblock me. We'll talk. (laughs) You're really concerned. Do you want to do a quick (laughs) would you rather? Yes. Um, I don't know how much you're going to like this one, but somebody, um, when do we I'm, ever like them? Really? No. Well, it's not that I think it's not bad enough, but I had one of our avid, um, Instagram followers, um, DM'd me and said, would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse with Evelyn or with Corey? <sighs> Evelyn. Me too. That's what I said. I think she, she's a boss bitch. I think she's scrappier. I think she would have no problem like wielding a machete just fucking people up and she wouldn't bitch about it either yeah Corey's just gonna be complaining the whole time these zombies oh, are god. loud oh, i got blood on me <laughs> oh my god ow that bite hurts oh god would you rather clip jenny's toenails or have a discussion about anal beads with um laura escalated quickly i know i ain't even trying to have this conversation right now <laughs> So wait, clip Jenny's toenails or just talk to Laura about anal beads? In detail, like graphic detail of experiences that she's had. Oh, anal beads. Okay. I'm, you know me, I'm a savage. <laughs> I, but I, in a talk, a talk a big game. If you had said allow Laura to insert, that would be a different thing. Maybe. I can talk about weird shit all day, no problem. Okay. It just, if we did go insertion... Would your would you go bird box? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, toes Toenails. are on the table. Okay, me for too. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. Any last words, Kyle? Follow us on in the Instas. I'm at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Kyle's at going.kyle. TLC, please create Diego the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with part two of the tell-all. Historically, the worst performing episode of the show and of this podcast. Why do they make the tell-all two parts? Why? Half of the people don't watch it. I know. Yeah. It's bad. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Talk to you soon.